This is the podcast where you're getting the Gen Z view on current events, issues, noteworthy people, and everything in between. This month on Coffee Talk, we'll be taking on transitions, change, moving on, and the future, where we will be discussing how transitions in work, school, and life in general affect us. We'll only be producing one episode this month, sadly. Yep, so this is our transition month. Uh, Ian and I both started to attend uh, university, and it's kind of a big crazy change for both of us, Yes. so I hope you understand. I'm sorry. But don't worry, Coffee Talk will be coming back at the start of October in all of its glory. You'll hear more about our plans for that at the end of the episode, so we hope you bear with us during this transition month. Let's Coffee Talk. Alrighty. Okay, so for the topic I want to bring to the table this week, I want to talk about our transition to college. Okay. Right? Okay. It's been, how long has it been? It's been like three weeks since college started. Well, three weeks for you, about two weeks for me. Right, yeah, yeah. So, you can go for it. So, yeah, so Ian and I have two different perspectives on this because Ian is a student living on the campus and I'm actually a student who's commuting. So, I don't live on campus and I'm a bit. We've got different perspectives on that. How are you liking that? Like the roommate situation? Oh, lots of things happened. Um, <laughs> it's, in, it's different, of, of course. Um, still doesn't quite feel as comfortable as I would like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think everyone feels like that at some point. Some people are totally fine, I think. Mm-hmm. Just, they're totally fine. But, you know, just with my personality, it's just a little weird to have someone living in the same space. Oh, I mean, like, in the same room. Uh-huh. Um, but I wanted to have a roommate because that was definitely a part of the roommate for the college experience, I yeah, think. Yeah, to like kind um, of put you out of your comfort zone. Like yeah, that. and I always thought that it was weird to do like the single room or whatever, mm-hmm. but I, actually a lot of people um, on our floor, mm-hmm. my floor particularly, I think it's like the floor with the most single rooms oh. with their own bathrooms. Um, so there are a lot of people who do it and it's mm-hmm. like totally fine, so I was like, oh. Well, then it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was cool. like, okay, well, I mean, but, I mean, that's just how it's going to be for the year, so, mm-hmm. unless things change next semester. Unless things change next semester. Yeah, year. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, um, I always think it's kind of lucky for you guys who are living on campus that you can get involved in basically anything that you want. Like, that's true. Because we just had, like, a, like, involvement fair. Yeah. And, like, all the clubs meet kind of later in the day mm-hmm. and at that point I'm actually not really on the campus yeah and so that's it's true. like I can't really do anything <laughs> like yeah, I can disapp- but it yeah, just feels like I'm disappointed I'm like Ivy let's go yeah yeah <laughs> like, like can't yeah I mean yeah that's definitely a perk I think yeah to being on campus mm-hmm. um and I mean I think it's interesting how um, they make, our school particularly makes that all of us first, or all freshmen have to live on campus. Yeah. Um, I think that's just like a part of why they make it like that. Mm. So, so that you yeah. can get like involved with things. Yeah, yeah. and get acclimated I think. Um, even if it's just for a year, mm-hmm. um, it's an interesting experience for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have a definitely a different perspective about all yeah, of this. Yeah, for me it's just been figuring out the best way to get to school. <laughs> Yeah. The first two weeks were sort of trial error for me because I went between driving and taking the bus. I ended up staying with taking the bus though. Oh um, yeah. Garages are very scary. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think the biggest change has been like class schedule and time management. Mm-hmm. Because I seem to have a bunch of free time on my hands. 
Oh. But then at the same time, I don't, because there's actually just so much more work to do outside of the lecture, outside uh, of like yeah. the class that we're in, which is kind of weird. Kind of nice though, I guess. I mean, the free time is definitely something that I've noticed, because it's like we would have, I would have a class um, in the morning, and then or two classes in the morning, and then I'm free for the rest of the day. So yeah. it's kind of weird. You yeah. do have to like make sure you organize yourself mm -hmm. and um, are on top of your assignments and yeah I mean I haven't taken any like big tests so far which I'm uh -huh. kind of like nervous about because I don't know if I'm like not preparing enough you know what I'm gonna say I'm probably not <laughs> I don't know I've just been uh, my homework so far has been a lot of reading okay. and doing reading quizzes for a particular class yeah but the rest of it is just like reading and then like sometimes I don't even um, like touch on it in class and mm -hmm. be like one time so it's like should I be focused on a reading uh -huh. um, because it might pop up in the quiz and they're yeah. just like well you should have read it or, I don't know so yeah like that, that was the thing because like um, for one of the classes I'm taking we're like covering one chapter but in class we only go over like three of the five sections but um, we're responsible for all five of the sections gotcha and it's just like huh I, okay yeah. <laughs> I know you're like um all of it <laughs> yeah exactly um other than that though I I think it's a nice change okay yeah it's refreshing. Um, yeah I except mean, maybe I it's just like that because it's only been two weeks but <laughs> it has only been two weeks it's still it feels long to me yeah. which is weird I feel like it shouldn't be feeling like it long. feels like we've been here for a while it does feel like yeah weeks are longer Weeks are longer, yeah. yeah they take longer to end. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know if it's a bad thing or not. I think um, it's kind of a good thing. You know, like, you go through life and it's like, well, time is just, like, going way too fast. But then yeah. we started school and time kind of, like, slowed down a little bit. I, yeah, I suppose for, like, so. Yeah. Part of our life. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's a lot that I'm trying to be involved with on campus. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I can juggle all of it. Mm -hmm. Do you think that'll be the biggest, like... I think obstacle so. then for you yeah and probably taking the time to like study for tests um because I hate studying <laughs> and it's just I don't think I fully developed study skills in high school yeah um so mm -hmm. I think that might be a thing I can relate to that yeah, yeah. I don't have like a one way that I study all the time kind of yeah exactly I mean changes yeah because I mean, the studying in high school is a lot different than, I think, what's it going to be like for college. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's been kind of hectic, I think, like keeping track of the things that we have to do because mm -hmm. they're only, like everyone, you know, the teachers didn't really go over the course structure so much as expect right. you to read the syllabus like word I mean, for word yeah which is important I agree but it's like different you know than having like the first two days of class just being like explaining how everything works yes. and then like <laughs> there's no like one place where everything is you remember like we had like an online thing with assignments that always told us when things were due mm -hmm. like on our at our last school but on this one, it's just like you are, you have to be on top of everything by yourself. I, yes. <laughs> I mean, my calendar app is very, very like filled with a bunch of things. Yeah, same. <laughs> so it it's like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just feels like there's so much more to remember to do. Yeah, but I guess that's just a part of college. Yeah, you know? I kind of like it though. It makes you feel like important. Yeah, like you've got <laughs> this established ish life yeah. going. <laughs> 
Well, to bring in some articles regarding this transition, I pulled an article from Harvard College Admission mm-hmm. um, on their five tips on how to transition. Okay. Um, so I'll just go through them real quick. So for the first one, we have, they say to ask for help. So. They say, quote, a lot of Harvard students are too scared to ask for help once they arrive on campus. Um, and, you know, this is Harvard, so they they say, um, you know, you got straight A's in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you need help? Why would you think you need that? Yeah. Um, but then they say here that um, the reality is that you're going to be challenged. Um, it's college. It's very. It's going to be different it's from different high structure. school. structure. Yeah, and even if you, even if you take in all the AP classes in the world, it's still different. Mm-hmm. So um, really, just asking for help—that's something that they really um, advise, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's a good tip. I think that's probably the biggest tip. You know, like, yeah. people are always like, just come to office hours. Yeah. And like, don't like, be afraid of the office hours. Yeah, and they're like... Even if you think don't, you know it. Yeah, don't waste, like, the time you could have had if you're, like, unsure yeah. or something. You can always see it in their eyes. They're like, students do not go to office hours. Yeah. And every advice I've gotten from, um, like, a tour leader or an ambassador, mm-hmm. they've always said, use your office hours. Yeah. So I was like, oh. Okay. And you think, like, because that gets told to so many people that office hours would be utilized, but right. it's something that they do keep saying. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's, it's, okay, it is hard to, like, try to like, go to office hours just because it's, like, you've established a routine of, like, once you're in school and then it's hard to, like, go out of your way to, like, ask the professor Yeah. when you could maybe just skirt by by asking some other person or something yeah. like that so it's a little hard to see i like i can see that yeah <laughs> i mean yeah yeah i can see that. well it's kind of hard to approach in my opinion yeah sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um their second one is don't be afraid to fail i mean that's something i heard mm-hmm. um i think that's a good tip too because they say like the reality is you might even you might get a B, yeah. you might even get more than just two. Like it happens, mm-hmm. um, so like not to freak out about it basically. Yeah. So yeah. I can see that. It's like going th- easy on yourself. Yeah. To start. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> the third was explore new subjects so you can learn. Um, that one's like you know take advantage of your electives. Um, now that, I mean. A lot of colleges require that you have to take some electives, so yeah. you can go and explore different like places. Yeah. Like you're taking a psych class. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking a psychology class. Yeah. That's going interesting. Uh, I, I can't decide whether I I like this class or not. I yeah. <laughs> you can take things in gender um, studies or Japanese oh, history. Yeah. Yeah. Narrative journalism or something like that. Yeah. So, so just like expand your vision I guess mm-hmm, yeah it's cool and then <clears throat> their fourth one do what you like not just to boost your resume um, that's a good tip I think because yeah. in high school it was focused on like getting your extracurriculars in so that colleges would accept you mm-hmm. so it'd be like taking anything you could get basically <clears throat> that would look good on a that would look good resume. right but now I think you can really focus in on the things you want to do mm-hmm. Um, and there's and col- and universities are the best places to like um, go forth in whatever you want to do mm-hmm. extracurricular like 
unless you're, you know, never on campus. Oh, sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can still work around. Yeah, no, definitely. There's like a few clubs that like meet ish, and mm-hmm. I can try to schedule yeah. those ones, like those days specifically. Yes, yes. That I'm trying to Join do. That one yeah. club, yes. That yes. one club. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the fifth one is learn to take time for yourself. Okay, so this one I'm gonna have trouble with because like. I have someone in the room like when I get back so it's like kind of weird I don't know however it's gonna take a while for me to get completely comfortable yeah I'm already like more than I would have thought I was Mm -hmm. he's definitely much more comfortable with me yeah that's good (laughs) which is good yeah but it's just like he's a lot more like um or he likes to stay inside Uh um and kind of just like watch tv and like chill out and stuff Uh and like I'm like that too but like for the past week I've just been really busy with welcome stuff welcome week stuff Mm -hmm. so like I've been out of the room a lot and so now like now that things are slowing down I'm gonna be in the room more so I think we both appreciate that alone time Mm -hmm. he's gotten it a lot more than I have because he's there when I come back but um I just don't know how it's gonna work out sometimes I go back I go to like a study room in the dorm or something yeah maybe like as things start to wind down and you guys get more comfortable around each other, yeah. even if he's in the room, it'll feel like you're still in your own space eventually. I, suppose, I think so. It kind of is like that now. Yeah. I mean, he's... Uh, yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be good. You guys are going to get along awesomely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It should be good. Okay. Okay. Um, well, then, I guess we'll move on to headlines now. And what Ian and I wanted to talk about today was Trump's order to end the okay, DACA program. But mm-hmm. I say, in my head, I say DACA, but I feel like that's not. Yeah, I don't know if that's how you say it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so it was created by the Obama administration in 2012. It stands for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. So its purpose is to grant children who were brought to the U.S. as minors, like they didn't have control over coming into the country or not. Um, it's a post movement for de- deportation um, and then eligibility for things like a driver's license um, to get education and like work basically right. like legally um, and they can do this as long as they don't have a criminal record and are enrolled in like school or the military okay yep um, so this like we you know I think it was Tuesday that he um, announced right that they were uh-huh. gonna shut down the program and we think they were doing that because like you know what he was his whole campaign earlier this year was just like stopping and like really having a firm grasp on like the illegal immigration thing right. yes um and so he's kind of like catering to all the conservatives who are like why is it taking you so long to do this mm-hmm. because this um program is like enabling those people right. to like flourish in our country or whatever yeah i mean it, it seems like i'm not that familiar with this mm-hmm. um but there's a big outcry against shutting it down yeah and i think it demonstrates how much it means to people mm-hmm. so yeah it's a big thing i remember on our campus like uh to maybe yesterday even i think it was yesterday it was yesterday there was um like a assemb- we call it like an assembly of mm-hmm. people that were outside um, one of the buildings and they were like yeah. protesting this and like trying to tell people about what was going on. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I hadn't heard about this until we got like an email um, from the university, like kind of giving their stand right. on the controversy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's comprised of 
Uh, well, I'll just explain this one. So there, there's a somewhat like synonymous term for the mm. beneficiaries of the program. Uh, it's getting thrown around a bit. So they're called DREAMers, so D-R-E-A-M and then ERS. Uh, and it stands for Development, Relief, and Education for Alien Minors Act. Um, and, you know, it's just a group of people who are saying, like, look, they are just as American as citizens because they grew up here, mm-hmm. you know? It's just that there isn't, like, that legal recognition. It's really the only thing. Um, and it hasn't been approved by Congress yet. It hasn't? Yeah. You mean the, cl- like, the closing? The DREAM Act. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, and so gotcha. that's kind of, oh, actually, <laughs> I just sent a reverse order, but that's kind of why DACA is there. Because Congress, like, refuses to, like, pass any acts like this that kind of help, um, like, elite alien minors. Uh-huh. And so their kind of, like, way around it was making just, like, a program for it instead. So DACA isn't technically in effect? Yes. Oh, Oh, right, because the Obama administration created it. Yeah. But it was not approved by Congress. No. Gotcha. They didn't like it. They thought that Obama was overstepping his... Interesting. Was it an executive order? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Um, And so then... what, What doesn't make any sense about Trump right now is that he's not taking, like, a definite stance on this. Well... Yeah. And he doesn't do that with anything, Not honestly. Not really, no. Which is really unhelpful because, so he just, um, I'm pulling all of these facts from two different articles from NPR, by the way. Um, but anyway, so like, he is going to say that he says that he's going to stop it, and he asks Congress to do something about it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is good, because Congress should, you know, try to help this situation, but um, he is quoted in so many different places saying like one on one hand he like uh like how to say wants to like deal with the situation with good heart and like really be able to take in the individual lives of like who is affected by this but then on the other side he's like illegal immigrants are stealing you know it's that whole argument again that they're stealing jobs from americans mm-hmm. and all this stuff so it's like ugh, i don't know it just doesn't yeah, I think it's, um, well, when the, when they closed down, I don't know the right term for that, when they, like, shut down the program, mm-hmm. they did, I think, right? Yeah, yes. so it's going to be, like, a gradual phasing it out, right. so and like, it'll officially be done by in six months. Mm, yeah, so I think it's, Personally, I have not been affected by this act, mm-hmm. so I can't speak directly from experience. But I do think that it's really um, it's sad, you know, because like these children don't know other any other home other than the U.S. Yeah. So when they are at risk to like be deported, um, it's kind of heartbreaking. And it's like, um, is it necessary to do something like this? Like, yeah. is I think his reasoning, or at least his administration's reasoning, is that. Um, they're here illegally, I think, mm-hmm. and like, you know, their parents brought them over from wherever they came from, so um, they should like come through legal channels, I think. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it's hard to do. I mean, yeah, they, and it takes a long time. Yeah, you know? I, I watch videos detailing the whole process, and it's like it can take decades yeah. to get in. So it's a lot. 
So, um, I... The scary thing about this, though, because he's shutting this down, um, and the main, a lot of big concern is that everyone who has kind of, like, applied to, like, receive benefits from the DACA program mm -hmm. have come out as illegal immigrants, you know? Right, so, like, this is so, sort of a stepping stone yeah. for these kids or whoever's in the program to become legal citizens and, like, contribute to um, a productive society. I feel like they're included, you know, and not alienated mm -hmm. from the society. So the scary thing about that is now they become sort of like prime targets for deportation, right? Mm -hmm. Because the government does know who they are and all this stuff yeah, about them. Yeah, I know. And um, I think Trump did address this, at least. He, like, said that he told the um, immigration services or whatever that, like, these they don't pose a threat to us because right. they are, like, quote-unquote, like, Americans. That's what Trump you know? said? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, like, not to do that unless they're, like have a criminal record or like gang affiliated okay, okay. but I just you know it's not clear that if this will happen or not but I'm, it's like yeah, a concern I think that that's kind of gets amazing raised. like how unclear everything is when yeah. the program ends so like people are just I mean I would be like what like yeah. you'd want to be like sure that you're not just going to be deported on a whim or something mm -hmm. like that yeah exactly so I think that's you know yeah I totally get that, why mm -hmm. people are upset. Yeah, definitely. Um, Mark Zuckerberg actually posted on Facebook, uh, quote, It is particularly cruel to offer young people the American dream, encourage them to come out of the shadows and trust our government, and then to punish them for it. I like that one. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's true, because like, people in this program, they do kind of like reveal that, like, oh, well, I didn't get the chance to come here legally, but like, I want to... It's like voluntary, right? I mean, it has to be like you to just, like, apply for the program, right? Yeah, you're of like, course. Yeah, I, I wasn't. Yeah, so you know, it does take a lot of courage to do yeah. that. Um, so when this ends, it's like, wait, what? I mean, yeah, I did. I revealed this, and like now, and now what? Now I might go back to a place I didn't. I just don't recognize. So it's yeah, like that isn't home for them mm -hmm, at all. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just like Obama, he also posted on Facebook that like. Uh, quote, we shouldn't threaten the future of this group of young people who are here through no fault of their own, like you said. Like, yeah. You know? I mean, looking on the other side, I think it's, I think they look at certain issues like these without seeing the people behind it. Yeah. Um, because it's like, in, on paper, it's like, well, if you look at it very, in a cold way. Mm, like it's a black like, and white. Yeah, it's like. These people weren't here legally, so we should just send them back. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think that's how they look at it. But like in reality, they're these people are like people. They're this is their home. Like, yeah, they, they have, have lives, lives here. here. Yeah. It's like, so um, it's hard because in government, I think especially, um, you need to find the balance between emotion, mm -hmm. or I, I think empathy. That's or compassion. That's what I want to say. Mm -hmm. And kind of looking at the facts yeah so it's like that mm -hmm. um and I think now our government is on the um on like a very far side yeah um on like a balance which I think is corresponding to our political parties right now but <laughs> I don't know <laughs> um yeah a kind of sad story about that actually um I have a cousin whose friend's mother is like might 
face deportation soon. And it's quite sad because, like, she's, you know, grown up here. She went to high school here. Mm-hmm. Um, and her mother might be deported. And it's very sad because, like, her mother works so hard to, like, you know, get them the life that they have, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and they have a whole life built up here. And she was, you know, raised here. But because her mother might be deported, they might have to move back. Wow. I mean, yeah. And that just crushes her because she's not from there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, wait, that's not my home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's completely foreign to her. It's just kind of sad, like, I don't know. Like you said, it's not right (laughs) to look at it just black and white. Right, yeah. I mean, and I think some conservatives kind of, some conservatives agree. Mm-hmm. But it seems that the majority of them don't. Yeah. <laughs> because you know what weird thing, though, um, is that about, so there were two different surveys done by, it was like SurveyMonkey and another one, but about two-thirds of the American population are, like, okay with letting the Dreamers stay in the U.S., Hmm, yeah. I mean, this is insane. And I don't like, have a problem with Right, that. and I think that wording is interesting, because it's, like, not illegal immigrants. It's, like, these kids who are in this program yeah. voluntarily, like, are, like, I'm going to be a citizen, like, I'm going to, like, work here, live here, and mm-hmm. be, like, a productive member. Yeah. And, like, two-thirds is a lot. Yeah, And it's, right? like, yeah, wow. I mean, I don't, obviously, I don't have a problem with that, so yeah. a lot of people don't. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to turn it just there. I think there's like hope for it though. Do you think? I think so. I would hope so. Mm -hmm. The thing that seems to be standing in the way is like Congress not wanting to pass. Right. I think so. But if they are what represent the, you know, the people. Right. Hopefully that could eventually shift. Mm -hmm. Something I'm thinking about now is that I think if you can tell right now, whoever's listening, that um, I mean, I are a pretty liberal leaning, I'd say, mm-hmm. in political views. Um, I guess in this topic right now. But I'd be interested to hear what someone who's on the conservative um, spectrum side would say about this issue. Yeah. If they agree, oh, we should um, end the program, or maybe we should just like keep it or make changes to it like yeah. I'd be interested to see that side because mm-hmm. we are a little more like-minded yeah so we don't quite have the like the opposite side I suppose yeah and it's very easy to demonize the other side in politics which happens a lot yes so um, that's just something I want to keep in mind and hope that you know that we are keeping that in mind <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> yeah so we don't want to push like our agenda mm-hmm. these are just our thoughts I Yep, for sure. Um, Okay, so that's going to be the end of our headline segment. So we just finished up um, DACA. Uh, So um, we have some exciting news, actually. For October, (laughs) our theme topic will be Fright Month, Spooks, Scares, and the Dark. Okay, that might change because I... I couldn't really think of like a good one, but okay, we'll keep it. It sounds like ominous. Yes. Yeah. So it's pretty appropriate for October, I think. Yep, I think so. So we'll be detailing true crime cases, supernatural experiences, 
and everything spooky in between. (laughs) So episodes um, from what we're planning, they might solely focus on these topics in contrast to our usual theme topic section and then our headline segment. Mm -hmm. Um, It just depends on like how big a story is Mm because I know there are some true crime stories that could probably take the whole 30 minutes to just explain yeah um and it's it'd be really cool to delve into it yeah definitely um we yeah we don't have all of it worked out yet but we'd love to know what you what you think yeah we should do it yes yes you know yeah or anything that you want us to talk about oh yeah certain cases like (laughs) we only have four episodes yep for the month, right? So like we, there's just too many to choose from. There's a lot to do. I don't know like what to choose, you I know? I think for sure. For sure. We'll probably do a Dear David one. Oh my god, Dear <laughs> David. Sure. <laughs> okay, um, yes, yes. Okay, but other than that, yes. So we just wanted to announce that. That is next month's theme. Right, okay. Um, and yeah, that actually just concludes our episode. Yep. For our very last, our first and last for September, our transition month. Yeah. Um, but please remember that all of our links will be in the Facebook pages notes tab, and you can check out all the articles and topics that we discussed this episode more in depth. So use the hashtag coffee talk for comments on any social media. We'd really love to know what you think. What do you think about DACA ending? What do you think about your own experience transitioning to college or um, how you anticipate it to be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd love to know what you think. And mm-hmm. ask us some questions using hashtag Ask Ian Ivy for our advice segment um, that alternates at the end of the month. Um, you can like our Facebook page for long-form comments. That's facebook.com slash coffee, W-E-N-I-V. And if you can condense what you've got in 140 characters, you can tweet us at coffee, W-E-N-I-V. Um, and we do have a YouTube channel, so we'll be posting snippets of full uh, future episodes, um, some f- full episodes as well, behind the scenes, and some other fun projects we are planning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can listen to future full episodes of Coffee Talk with Ian and Ivy on SoundCloud. So that's soundcloud.com slash coffee talk W E and Ivy. And we're also on TuneIn and Apple Podcasts, which is cool. Um, just search our name up there and you'll find us. Yep. So all of these links will be in the description below. Uh, yep. And then so thank you so much for going along with us today and tuning in to our coffee talk.